Mask Radio Influence, podcasting redefined. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Forking Around Town. I'm sorry I'm laughing. I have someone very colorful here today, Chef Joey Galliano. How are you? I'm doing excellent. Thank you very much for having me. Oh, anytime. And also Ian Beckles. I'm not colorful. Yes, you are. Thank you. Yeah, Come on now. Tan. Thank you. I think I do. No, absolutely. I'm quite chocolatey. You've been yes. in the sun recently? Uh, yes, doing some fishing. And uh, yes, I have been in the sun. Thank you for asking. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Joey, I've heard so much about you. This is the second time I've met you. So <laughs> you've had me laughing since I walked in the door, which is a good thing. Yeah, I, I came in bouncing like uh, like Daffy Duck. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about yourself, because I'm intrigued by all these packages that you have sitting in front of me. Um, well, I've uh, been a cannabis chef for the past, I mean, a strict cannabis chef for the past, I would say, seven, eight years. But before that, I've been working with edibles, started working with edibles in... 1984. Wow. Yes. I, and back then there wasn't any, there's no internet, you know, cable's pretty freaking new at this time. Cell phones, if you were only like ultra rich and that thing came with a damn bag. Yes, <laughs> I remember those. Yeah, so I didn't know, I, at that time I wasn't, an, I had no understanding of decarboxylation. I didn't understand the science behind it. And <clears throat> being, you know, uh, Joey Galliano, being a, a nice Irish kid, I did, <laughs> I stuck to the foods that I knew best which was italian food so i made homemade pasta i infused olive oil I, excuse me i put it in uh, meatballs put it in the sauce um i know i dosed my father and uh he has broken neck broken back so he was on other medication i'm sure he thought damn it's it's really strong today mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i was cooking in the kitchen um as a kid not as a kid as a as a teenager as a and, teenager yes um yeah, as as a younger person, you know, I think uh, especially in New York back then, uh, a, a a sixteen seventeen year old would be the average of a uh, twenty five year old in some cases. You might be right. <laughs> simply simply because of the things you're exposed to as as a younger age. Um, not to say that other people aren't exposed to that, but I moved my son out of New York as a child, so he wouldn't grow up the way I did. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but that being said, I've I've loved cannabis for so long. I definitely started off what I would consider entirely too young. But that being ask him what age? That doesn't matter. Okay, what age? I want to <laughs> know. That doesn't matter. Ask him what age. <laughs> no, Come on, you can tell me. It's the youngest I've ever heard. In no, my whole this life. I, no, I want to hear. I want to hear. Life, so, so ah, uh, this is not something I'm proud of. It's not something I'm like, yeah, this I would is what be. you should do. I would be. All right, but this is real. Um, <laughs> I have a cousin. Uh, Edward and I love him so very much and I looked up to him uh, uh, you know it's just I didn't have any brothers I had three older sisters so mm -hmm. he was around the house a lot um, <clears throat> for different reasons <laughs> <laughs> and what wound up happening was my eighth birthday he didn't have anything to give me and I was hanging out with him and he had uh, a joint of uh, Colombian gold yes Colombian gold that's how long ago <laughs> shit was probably like $35 an ounce for fire and um Literally before anything knew it, I just had that thing in my hand and I was like, it smelled so good. And I just hit it. You were eight years old. Yeah. That was my introduction to cannabis. Wow. Yeah. When See, I was when I was 14, I was telling everybody this is what I was going to do. Everybody looked at And look what happened. They're like, you're effing crazy. <laughs> you're effing crazy. That doesn't exist. It'll never happen. The United States of America will never legalize cannabis. Well, I was 35 when I tried. And you were eight. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> hey, I'm... 
I'm telling you, man, I, I think when it comes to this, I just had a, uh, I didn't drink. I had my first full beer at 18. You had a calling. Yeah. Absolutely. And I always loved it. I didn't, I, I never, uh, I never had anything but love and respect for the plant. And the fact that I never got hurt. Like I watched my friends get hung over after alcohol. And right, as terrible. an adult, I've, I've, I've had horrible hangovers. You know what you call um, an excessive amount of THC in your system? Great night's sleep. <laughs> Yeah. Correct. I could, I wake could up use, like, oh my god, this is great. <laughs> I could use that. Well, I'm I'm an edibles virgin. I grew up a nice Catholic girl, California. Nice, right? No, people How the make, hell? That, that's people don't understand that. I mean, I grew up around it. I was always afraid to try it. Really? Always, yes. I didn't drink until I was 21, but to me that was okay because it was legal when you were 21. Oh. Yeah, trust me, I was surrounded by it. Yeah, it's just California. That's the motherlands. That's exactly. the motherlands of everything. Everything that that I know, like when you say the greatest, greatest cannabis, man, anything, you know, the greatest weed back in the day, everything was Cali. Right. You know, hydro, all all of the great strands started off in Cali in the early days of the cup when it was being held in Amsterdam. All the cup winners, even though they were considered, you know, Amsterdam strands, they weren't Amsterdam strands. Those were all Cali. Cali's been a beast forever. Yeah, they were just Forever. Close. Ever, ever. No odds <laughs> on that. It's like peppers. Uh-uh. <laughs> A butter, a I, water. <laughs> speaking of butter, tell me about some infused butter because I, I wanna, I wanna try that. Oh yeah. Um. Well, I tell you what. For six years, I worked for Magical Butter, and I was with that company, which is uh, shout out to them. Uh, shout out to Garen Angel, who's the creator and CEO of the machine, and uh, every everybody over there in the office. What's up? Anyway, um, what I found out is is. There's the old school way of doing butter, and then there is kind of the new school way. The beautiful thing about magical butter and machines like that is they take the herb and the butter, you put it inside the machine, you hit two buttons, and next thing you know, you know, two to four hours later, you have this highly infused product. Now, when making edibles, the key, and the key to key to key to everything is, A, know what the hell you're getting, and if you're buying it from, you know, your, you know, your homie that you've been getting it for forever, decarboxylate, which means put it into the oven. I suggest you get a de- uh, decarbox. It's it's the best $35 you'll ever, ever, ever spend. Ever, ever. Ever, ever. Or you just get a turkey bag. Get a turkey bag, put your herb inside of it, push out all the air, loose knot, put it on a cookie tray, middle of the oven, 250 degrees. 30 minutes, you're going to get a highly decarboxylated product. Now, for the people out there who don't know what decarboxylation is, it's a simple activation. All of your uh, cannabinoids originally when they come off the plant have a carbolic acid. Now, it's the weakest chain on the entire um, carbon strand. And it gets pushed off either through heat or time. But nobody who's trying to make edibles either for adult use or medicine wants to wait three to six damn months so putting it in the oven at specific temperatures for specific times will push off the carbolic acid and assure you that when you're making your edibles you're getting a fully activated product okay well what are some of the benefits of edibles for those that don't know like myself oh all right so (laughs) let's say uh, i have a this is perfect i have my rescue inhaler right here right okay your rescue inhaler is your inhalation. Your inhalation, when you inhale, is going to break the blood-brain barrier instantly. 
but it's really not going to process in the blood. You're not going to get that full effect as if you would edibly. So you're looking at a peak medicine. They say between um, 10 minutes and an hour. But realistically, once you once you're used to having that inhalation, your peak medicine is somewhere between 10 and 30 minutes. When you take edibles, you're looking at it's going to take between 30 minutes to an hour to kick in. But then you're going to get two to eight hours of maximum pain relief, maximum effect, maximum THC punch. And the reason being is because when you inhale it, it's not really going to get into your bloodstream. When you ingest it, it starts to absorb in your stomach lining, then it starts to absorb, excuse me, in in your digestive tract, and then it processes through the liver, and it goes from delta-9 THC to 11-hydroxy THC, which is a metabolite that boosts the entire feeling which would be at, uh, at least they say five uh, five times. So, <laughs> excuse me. Let's say you take an edible that's ten milligrams, and people are worried about oh, when it hits the stomach acid, it's going to reduce by by half. Okay, so it reduces by half, but it's already started being absorbed in your stomach line. Then it's absor- absorbed in <clears throat> excuse me in your intestines. Then when it hits your liver that five milligrams goes five times. So your 10 milligrams that went down to five is now 25 milligrams, which is a beautiful dosage. And that's going to last you two to eight hours. Now, the other thing that a lot of people don't know, after the first pass, just like everything else, it gets processed through the liver again. And that turns into 11 nor THC. And that's a metabolite that does not have any psychotropics, but holy crap, does it have medicinal effects. And that's being studied in many, many uh, different universities right now throughout the, our country, finally, but it's been studied through Hebrew University in Jerusalem um, on behest of Israel for the past 30, 40 years now. So the, no- the knowledge has actually been out there. We're just getting it leaked to us. Wow. That's, that's, that's like so much to take in. I'm sorry. Was that very... That no, was it's good. I mean, <laughs> it's very informative. I'm just like, this is all new to me. This is, I, I love this so much. And listen, there's there's people out there, and I want to give a shout out to my boy, uh, Chef Brandon Allen. He is a cannabis culinary beast. The guy has so much information. And like we were talking about CBDs, and I love CBD, and CBD is great. But what they are telling us that we need as far as dosage and what we actually need is a little off, it seems to be, from all the research that's being studied. And there are, once again, there there are universities out there that are doing this research, and they all seem to say pretty much the same thing. About five to 10 milligrams per kilo on, on the body. So you're looking at, yeah, you're looking at between, you know, 500 and 800 milligrams a day for the average size North American male. What does that mean? Yeah. That's what I'm saying, right? <laughs> I, I'm getting me lots. I'm Dude. getting lots. Oh, my God. Yeah, right? So I, I've been uh, um, one of my very close friends, the guy I've been hanging out with a lot, Rodney Bailey. I don't know. Do you, do you know Rodney? I don't believe so. He played linebacker um, in the NFL for nine years. Okay. He played for uh, Seattle. He played for uh, New England. He won a uh, yes. he, he won a world champion. Shock! <laughs> no, no, not a Super Bowl champion with New England. No. <laughs> <laughs> he played for Pittsburgh. Um, anyway, he he has uh, onsets of CTE, okay. uh, bursitis, arthritis, you know, ruptured Achilles. The I would say the average NFL player mm. beat the hell up. Yeah. 
what he needs to maintain on an average day, he would not be able to afford it um, if he was to go strictly into the dispensaries. Mm. And the reason being is that, you know, we don't, right now, we don't have anything set up where we can get, you know, former players help. And I think, you know, one of one of the things I'm really pushing for um, and I'm trying to reach out to, and it, the, it's, the discussion has already been started, getting sponsorship. There's, a comp- there's companies out there that are um, looking to give 1,000 milligrams per month mm-hmm. per athlete, but they have to sign their likeness. It's like the shittiest version of a horrible sneaker contract. In my opinion, <laughs> they're taking advantage of the players. And 1,000 milligrams a month Ooh, is nothing, bro. 1,000 milligrams a month? That's nothing. That's they, a, a lot of these players need that a day. Correct. Rodney needs that a day. Correct. Somebody like you needs that a damn day. Real, real talk. Yeah, come I on. Mean, I, I can't be ingesting edibles midday because I have to be on air and yeah. be, you know. But but after that, well, what I, what I'm trying to go night night though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you don't like 250 milligrams. Is it going to hit uh, you, it, man? Oh, it hits me, but it's it's like eh, it that's me, a three yeah. four hour sleep for you. Yeah, that's a yeah. three four hour sleep for me. There you go. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. I'm two thirty mostly in the belly. Yeah, <laughs> 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 my wife was like, oh, honey. I love you. You're so. Don't even say it. <laughs> it's all good, man. We're getting older. It's all yeah. good. Yeah. Hey, man, I worked for this. Yeah, right? Huh? Yeah, I, I worked for my uh, pizza rolls, too. <laughs> Speaking of pizza, what, what can you tell me about anything fun with pizza? Pizza is incredible for several reasons. <laughs> um, the dough can easily be infused. Really? With the olive oil that you're putting there. Absolutely. Same with pasta. Uh, pasta can be made several different ways. You can make it with egg yolk. You can make it with um, olive oil or oil. You can make it with just water and flour. Um, the key to it is sifting and the actual dough you're using and technique. It's, and believe it or not, if you're doing it by hand, a lot of, you got to put your back into it. Right. So you got to put that, put that ass into it. Excuse mm-hmm. my language. <laughs> no, it's all good. See, I, I, would, I would love to try that. Um, Pizza. And then on top of that, what you do is you have a fully activated product. A lot of times, um, I love using distillate simply because when it comes in, it has a COA certificate of analysis, which has a complete uh, a breakdown of everything that's in the distillate to make sure there's no pesticides. Um, and then it has a complete cannabinoid breakdown. So you know exactly what's in there. Now I'm going to say a bunch of these letters and it's just going to sound like letters. Oh, letters. Yeah. But it does have CBC, CBG, uh, THCV. <clears throat> excuse me, Delta 8 and Delta 9. Delta 8 is incredible. And there there are studies that has been done, especially uh, from Hebrew University with Delta 8. Um, I'm not going to start quoting them because I don't want to misquote anything and give anybody um, the wrong information. But that being said, check out Delta 8 is just an incredible cannabinoid. Um, but the distillate's great because you know exactly what you're using. So you can individualize each each pizza. And then on top of that, you you know, it's in the dough, it's in the sauce, and now any of the toppings you want to put on. Yeah. That sounds like my kind of pizza. And then at the end, a nice little drizzle of extra virgin olive oil. Right. Bada boom. <laughs> oh, I see you're making me hungry, you know. I was looking at all your pictures on Instagram, like these um these cupcakes, these key lime cupcakes. So tell me about these bad boys. Yeah, um, once again, super food nerd. Um, even the extracts that I use are Pure extracts, they're um, either organic or all natural. The foods that I use are um, all the 
all the farms they use what this, what's called organic practices, which just means they don't spend the 1.2 million or whatever it is for the USDA, but they still use these small farming techniques that that the, was used for hundreds of years before pesticides came out. Um, uh, predator bugs, love bugs are the best. I hate <laughs> um, those things. <clears throat> yeah, They're all but, over my car right now. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, but uh, boom, boom, boom. I'm trying to get back on, on my page. Um, the cupcakes, key lime, zest of all the key lime, and then I literally made the key lime cupcake, which was a beautiful, nice, fluffy, and then the, there's key lime custard that's in the middle of it, um, very similar to, almost identical to a key lime pie custard, just a little bit thinner so that uh, it'll pipe in there. Um, but once it once it cooled down, it was just freaking beautiful. And then the coconut whipped cream and toasted coconut, each layer on that was infused. This was definitely, you have one at the end and take it home, 75 milligrams. There you go. Wow. Yeah. And it was, uh, that was actually the end of a uh, five course meal that we did. And it was, it was really beautiful. And my one buddy laughed at me. He goes, you're really making spaghetti and meatballs. I'm like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> oh, I could go for that right now. I, I did a homemade wild boar sausage. We did a uh, Colorado raised um, a bison and we mixed those for the meatball. And then we stuffed it with some smoked mozzarella. And oh, we had access to, and we were in Colorado. So we had access to cannabis stems. So we literally smoked the, the mozzarella with cannabis stems. Uh, just to make sure that we were getting every layer we could. Uh, just food nerds. Exactly. We really food nerds. It was Layer, just layering. Layer. Layering. <laughs> yeah, but the beautiful thing about that is with distillate, you can layer it so that each thing will have two or three milligrams. So when you're getting the meal, a realistic meal like that, when you're doing a five-course meal, each portion should be less than 10 milligrams. Less than. You don't want to knock people in the head. You want them to be in like this perfect homeostasis yet euphoria. Cannabis is beautiful. The effects of it are happy, euphoria, um, relaxed. <laughs> like the hostility doesn't exist there. It, it, it has no place. It can't live there. Cannabis, you go to cannabis events. They don't care what your nationality is. They don't care what your job is. They don't care what your social status is, you know, who you who you voted for. None of that matters. People are usually guided towards a similar goal. And that's the goal is the people I deal with is is plant over profit. I now like that. it is getting corporate and it does need to be corporate, but it still needs to keep that granola feel it still has to have that you need the artisans out there everything i make all my edibles i make i don't send out to a, a place that i have no idea what the hell they're doing with my food i can't have that right even i have um another company that's making um body goods so soaps shampoo conditioner and they're all going to be in bar even your uh shampoo and conditioner mm -hmm. Because finding out from my friends who make this, she's a genius, shout out to Mandy, um, the chemicals that they have to put in to keep soap liquid are damaging to your hair and your hair follicles. So why the hell would she do that? You know, everything she's trying to do is organic. Um, some of the things that she uses in there, like lye, lye, if it's not deactivated, it'll eat right through your bone. And skin, <laughs> but if you sit there, that's comforting. It, but if you sit there and let it deactivate, well, have you ever had stinging nettles? 
No. Stinging nettles. If you go to grab stinging nettles, the pines, excuse me, the little needles on there, the reason why they call them, they, they not only sting, they numb and it hurts for hours. Now you cut that off, you brew it in a tea. Holy crap, the medicinal benefits on it. It's, it's this, you know, you're just deactivating it. What happens is the actual um, little stingers, they fall down as soon as they blanch and they soften up and all of the nutrients actually oozes out of them. And it's just incredible. And there's a million different benefits for it. You you can put it into a tincture, cook it out, put that into a nice little salve and rub it on your hair and it'll act as a natural Rogaine. Well, I don't I don't need to worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I have too I much do. hair. Oh, come on. <laughs> this, my, this part's going on. I'm like, damn, what the hell happened? <laughs> my wife is like, you're turning 50. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> well, you don't. You, if I were to just guess your age, I would say thirty-five. It's the it's the bags. It's the bags. They're, it's- they're, they're, they're making me look younger. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a number. That's all. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm I'm looking at some of your pictures, and this pizza you have right here is just. See, I am a pizza fanatic. I'm a little bit obsessed. Now, now, which one? Because we have the the margarita. Oh, the freaking margarita was beautiful, and. That's a shout out to my wife. She is, um, she's not just my muse. She's the one who tells me pretty much, you should make this. And I don't ever say, no, that sounds like a bad idea. Now with this one, this one is, we had two different ones. This one came out uh, beautiful, but the other one. Oh, I see this one right here. No, no, no. We did two margaritas. Okay. The other one came out a little bit darker. (laughs) But we had put some sun-dried tomatoes on it, and I have a jar of hash soaked sun-dried tomatoes, and they are so effing yummy. <sighs> I love sun-dried tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Oh, so where was it? Where was it? I'll show you this. This one right here, which is a- Oh, that's beautiful. It's a play on chicken brine. I like that. My wife want, wanted me to make her chicken brine. Anytime she wants something, um, I'm like, okay, what do you want? She's like, you know, I'm in the mood for this. Can you make it? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> so when I did that, the sun-dried tomatoes right there, those are the hair-soaked. <clears throat> oh, nice. And I didn't tell her. Why would I? She's my wife. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> I've noticed with women, it hits them differently. It makes uh, my wife and um, my, my friends, when they, they give them to their wives, and they give them knowingly. <laughs> Knowingly, <laughs> most of the time, <laughs> we don't want no damn Bill Cosby in out there. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> but no, but what? No, that's uh, that doesn't happen. But real talk uh, with her, once once she has a proper dose in her, she, for whatever reason, her comfort is rubbing on my shoulders and arms. Perfect. Yeah, and anytime <laughs> she wants to be closer to me, I am in. I am in. So I'm like, have another one, honey. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. <laughs> She's going to kill me right now. It's all good. It's all good. What And this deconstructed shepherd's pie? Oh, my God. Guinness beer bra- braised uh, lamb shanks. The potatoes are a white Kerrygold um, cheddar and Kerrygold cannabis butter. Kerrygold. Oh. I just bought some like an hour ago because it's my favorite. Butter. Oh, it's the best yeah. of the best. It's on sale at Publix right now, two for five. All right. Shout out to Publix. <laughs> We're going there. You know, do you know Publix uh, wasted $800,000 trying to stop legalize- legalization of cannabis? I did not know that. Yeah. Why? I, uh, 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 really? That's all I got. <laughs> they got farms, man. If it was, 
If I had their farms, every one of my cows, I, that shit would be called happy cows. Happy cows. Happy cows. <laughs> Damn, man, your cows are happy as hell. Their eyes look like I'm standing on top of the lids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Just eating away, eating away, healthy as hell. Mm-hmm. They'd have <laughs> cannabis and grass. Happy cows. Yep. I like that, happy cows. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, and you also have your own hot sauce. I need some of this. Oh, I'm I'm the only reason why I didn't bring any. Um, I have the hot sauce, the steak sauce, um, jerky. Um, what the hell? Oh, the mustard. I have a Dijon mustard. Uh, two different barbecue sauces and the gummies right now. Oh, and, and all the oral solutions. That being said, um, yeah, I have to I have to just get on it. I'm looking to open up my new kitchen, and that's very exciting. It's uh, right on the border of Largo and Clearwater. And that'll allow me to um, put my bottling machine there instead of having to get it bottled someplace else. Right. You do it because, yeah, well, what it is, it's a pain in the ass trying to find somebody that's okay with working with CBD. They're like, we can't have any THC. And I'm like, here's my COA. <laughs> and it shows there's nothing, no THC, no THCA. Mm-hmm. There are <clears throat> officers out there that are allowed to use CBD. And... If they get anything of mine, I want to make sure that they don't have to worry about any THC in it at all, at freaking all. I have, uh, oh, I want to give a a shout out to my nephew, Scotty. He brews uh, the most incredible beer, and he's brewing my CBD beer. Well, his CBD beer. I'm just giving him CBD. He's the one doing all the damn work. (laughs) (laughs) What's what's his name or what's his name? Scotty Penner. Find him on Instagram. Yeah. and if you guys want to follow Chef Joey, you can find him at Chef Joey Galliano, and it's G A L E A N O. Kind of reminds me a little bit of remember Joey Gallo and My Cousin Vinny. It's one of my favorite movies. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> and you say Joey Gallo, I'm like, ooh, not, no, no, I'm not him. I know, right? No, no. you could be though. He's no, he, he's he way sounds... scarier than I am. Man. Well, you can he can he can play you in the movie. <laughs> Forget about you playing him. I bet <laughs> right? if those those grits he was afraid to try, it would have been infused. He would have oh, eaten them, right? So. My wife says, and she's a Southern girl, um, can you make something? But she lived in Italy for a year and a half. So she asked me, can, instead of doing uh, shrimp and grits, can you do a polenta? So I got these big ass freaking prawns and we did prawns and polenta. And we did it very Nolan style mm. because you got to give mad respect. Except with the grits, we just used a, um, we used a, a more of an Italian technique, you know, with the with the broth and all the beautiful savoriness, a little mascarpone, a couple of different cheeses in there, and you know, just fortified the schnat out of it. Just wow. oh yeah, it Sounds was amazing. delicious. And then the little sauce on top of it. And for for me and her, when I make it, I'm I'm gonna hit it heavy because I'm actually making it for me and hoping she can hang on for the ride. <laughs> 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 She's like, is this infused? And I'm looking at her like, really? After 10 years, you're asking me this? Right. So now, what, what do you pair with some of these dishes as far as beverages? Some nice wine? Or- some beautiful wines. Um, beers, even. A lot of different craft beers. Um, sometimes just you know, different uh, waters and, and teas. Something that's going to be um, cleansing on the palate um, with that uh, prawns and polenta. There's... A uh, beautiful Moscato that would go nice. Um, my my wife loves champagne, so anytime she, yeah, I do too. Yeah, it's, it's champagne's my dope. It is. It is it. dope. It's so freaking good, man. Yeah, uh, my buddy Dallas Owens, 
he's the one who really, really, really introduced me to some crazy champagnes. Um, he he was one of the owners of Grill 54, and I worked with him for shit six, seven years. And there's still one in West Chase, right? Yes. Okay, I actually yes. drove by it a couple of weeks ago, and I haven't been there in years, and their food was phenomenal. I believe, um, I believe he sold that. I believe, but I'm not sure. Okay. I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to be misquoted. I know we still have something to do with it. There, and I know. I think there's one. I want to say Oldsmar or something. Up. I don't know. I, maybe that's the same one. The, no, I the, get confused with my geography. And there was <laughs> uh, the original one was on 54. Uh, yes. State Road 54. Okay. That's in Trinity. Trinity. Yeah. Was tri- you're right. That's Trinity, the one sorry. that I opened. I went from uh, Bonefish to Grill 54. You worked at Bonefish? Yeah. So did I. Really? The one in Henderson the in Boner. South Tampa. Yeah. I opened the one in Trinity. Okay. Yeah, that was... And, and the cool thing about that, that's when they still had all the benefits and whatnot. Um, you know, 50% off for the entire... You know, yes, I remember yeah, that. Which used to be Outback Corporation, then it turned to Boomerang. Yeah. Or Bloomin' Brands. Yeah, or... Bloomin'. Now it's Bloomin'. Bloomin'. Yeah, Bloomin' Mierda. <laughs> Bloomin' Mierda. Yeah, I actually worked there when I first moved to Tampa. And I still love their muscles. Oh, my God, yeah. They use face butter, though. Face butter is not um, uh, a great butter. So what would you use? I'd use cannabis butter. I, I do. <laughs> With some muscles? So my wife loves the saucy shrimp. So she may ask me, can you make saucy shrimp? Now, when I worked at Bonefish, um, when we opened this one, I was friends with the... I mean, anytime you open up a restaurant, you literally become like family with the people. And I'm still connected with so many of the people from there. Um, but I I would go in the AM and prep. So I knew every freaking thing in every uh, every dish. I want to know every ingredient. I want to know how to put it together. I want I knew how to cut fish. I wasn't worried about that. But I wanted to actually make all the different sauces, learn how to make the vinaigrette. Not only that, if ever I wanted to make a version of it, Right. I wanted to just be able to go like, wow, you know, I'm not going to do theirs by any by any stretch of the imagination, but just to have the understanding. And plus, you know, I wanted to know, you know, what was their culinary thought process? Why would you use this, this, and this? And the more you think, you're like, shit, that's genius. That's, I love that. Mad respect, man. How do you not, like, as a chef, you have to sit back and go, wow, man, that's freaking awesome. You know, it's funny. I was craving, remember the LTG? Lime oh, yeah. tomato garlic? I was craving that the other day. Yeah. I, yeah. I almost went there just lime for that reason. Lime tomato garlic and it's a sun dried tomato lime onion. Yeah, it's almost a jam. There yeah. you go. I made that simply because it was so freaking good, and I was like, oh. Yeah, but you know, different butters come out uh, differently, and you know, the butter that they use is super rich in flavor, really rich in fa- flavor. But it make your body go a little like ooh, <laughs> right? <laughs> Roto rooter. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so for for someone like me who is you know obviously not experienced with any of this, what would you recommend? How would I? I would recommend like tiptoe you in. Tiptoe in. Start off like 10, 15 milligrams. Which I still don't know how much that is, but all right. So on that, <laughs> about a third. <laughs> no, just okay. I, I would literally say do just like a, about a half of that, and let it ride for an hour, hour and a half. See how you feel. This will have to be on a day off, of course. Um, don't have to it, be anywhere. When, when, night when you, time, yeah, nighttime. Yeah, when, when you when you want to relax, which I have a hard time doing. Oh, since yeah. Now here's Very the thing: time. if you were to take the whole thing and then go to sleep, like okay, I feel tired, just take it like a mm, right man. That's you will, perfect. Oh, you will you will feel like somebody gave your whole body a massage and you woke up. You were like, wow. Yeah, I'll I'll put down ten times that and go to sleep. Oh yeah, like a champion. Oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Oh yes. 
Yeah. Yes, no. <laughs> <laughs> My wife, um, she, you know, I've, I've been noticing something and it's just crazier and crazier. I watch um, more and more Americans deal with um, stress, anxiety, um, depression. It's out there and it's real. It's it's, And I don't know if it's just that now it's not so freaking taboo. You can have this and be a normal human being. But I've I've just been watching so much of this shit going around. Mm-hmm. And um, I got to tell you, man, I've watched cannabis work wonders and have such a, a profound effect. Um, the thing is, is once again, I think that the doses that people are being prescribed and um, what they're needed, it, it it's not always fiscally available. You know, there are people out there that need a lot more than they can get. Um, I don't know. May, maybe they should offer people, uh, you know, discounts for a larger, larger purchases. Like, you know, <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen for a while. Ah. Yeah. And see, you know what that does? Unfortunately, that that is what keeps people going to the black market. Correct. And there, there's so much shit out there that's, you know, from legitimate companies. Mm-hmm. So many times, you know, I, I get an edible, some, oh, that's 250 milligrams. Listen, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big dude as far as when it comes to the amount of milligrams that I can handle. But 250 milligrams is going to knock me in the head. In the middle of the day, hell yeah, 250 mm. milligrams, woo, woo. I don't suggest that for the average person. But I take a 250, uh, 100 milligram, and I'm walking around talking like I'm talking right now, hell no. That's not 250 milligrams. Mm-mm. I take 250 milligrams. You're slowing down. You're going to slow down. Yeah, yeah. A lot of head nods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how you doing? <laughs> so how you doing? <laughs> hey, Joey, you know how to blah, blah, blah? How you doing? Mm-hmm. How about the answer? Yeah. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Because my what happens is your brain starts to woo or it starts to just go chill. Gotcha. If you have a heavy sativa in your edible, you are going to most likely, if you're not a super chill person or a super hyper person, if you're a middle of the road person, in my opinion, you should not be taking heavy sativa edibles. And the reason being is it'll make you just hype so much. You see me? I see you. This is on a hybrid. (laughs) Uh, I I definitely had 250 before. Oh. I woke up. I was in pain. I'm a former athlete. Um, not not like any football player by any stretch of the imagination. Um, and, and the reason being, oh yeah, absolutely, he should. He's just eating away. How are those, by the way? These are CBD, though. Yeah, that's not what you got. No, that that has zero THC in there. Zero THC, okay. zero THC. You need ten bags of these and not get high. Yeah, that's that's, that's a diamond grade. Yeah. I want to try one then. Thank you. Medicinal. And those are twenty five. That's the peach right there. Remind me of peach. those earplugs on an airplane. Peach mango. Well, what I want to do, and like you, you look on the on the front of them. Mm-hmm. What I want to do is I want to make them into something that's a geometric shape. I don't want it to be attractive to kids at all, you know. It, mm-hmm. it, and um, I use a mold that has a twenty-one and up on it, which you can buy. That's a that's another magical butter mold. But uh, all of those get sent out for testing. PSI Labs, big shout out PSI Labs in Ann Arbor, dope dope company. They have their gas spectrometer. Um, yeah, one of the machines they have is um, like the same one the freaking FBI uses. They're beasts. <laughs> well, they want to make sure that they're giving people the right information. Exactly. You know. Exactly. Now, do you do a lot of um, 
private chef events around Tampa Bay? Yes, I do. I just, I try not to, uh, I don't really, unless it's a CBD, um, pure CBD, um, what, what it usually is, it's people who have their medical cards and they want to, you know, I'm teaching them how to cook with it and then serving them meals. Um, and what we do is we make sure we're covering our ass as much as possible by, you know, okay, <clears throat> instead you'll pay for the food and, you know, the, uh, the extractions will be done with their materials and the extra that's left over goes back with them. Uh, but once again, it's their, it's their stuff. We're all cardholders. We're all just, I'm just trying to run towards regulation instead of running away from it. Everything's going to go towards doing things the correct way. Your dosage is going to have to be your dosage. Right now, what's going on with CBD is a travesty. I'm going to call out Bed Bath & Beyond because they're selling bullshit. How are you going to charge $20 for 83 milligrams and put it on a oil and say that if you drop this oil on you, it's going to work? 83 milligrams? Drop the whole damn thing on you. But who wants the $20 for 83 milligrams? At Diamond Distillate, you're getting... 90, 950 to 960 milligrams out of every gram. 900 and so, you know, let's just do the quick math on that. And at the price they're buying it at, they're literally gouging. And they're not doing the actual, um, they're not doing CBD or cannabis any justice. What they're doing is they're furthering the, you know, um, snake oil snake oil yeah man and, and it pisses me off and there's com there's companies and people out there who will tell you oh i'm putting 200 milligrams and there's like 50 milligrams i'm putting a thousand milligrams well then damn it give them a thousand milligrams make, make it so that people can afford it i'm afraid to um sell my cbd too low simply because i don't want anybody coming after me there's big companies out there and if they don't, they have way more money than little Joey Galliano. <laughs> Joey Galliano. Yeah. So I have to keep everything. I want to make sure I'm keeping everything competitive. What I'm doing, though, is I'm giving you actual milligrams. And then the, like my buddy, uh, Chef Brandon Allen, he's trying to get, you know, 10,000 milligram oral solutions at a ridiculously low price because somebody like Ian needs 800 to 1,000 milligrams every day. And that's just CBD, full spectrum. So he won't get high off, off of that, but he's going to get the actual medicinal effects that he needs from it instead of, you know, close enough or try to get it built up into your body. There still needs to be a lot more studies done. And I am not a doctor and I'm not, and I'm not even professing to be any of that. But what I am telling you is that all of this um, research is out there and it's, it's, it is finally available to us, man. And we're, you know, we're not, uneducated anymore you know, and, and the younger generation is even more passionate than i am and i think that's freaking awesome certainly absolutely well um i have i just i feel like i i took so much in today it's it's a lot my brain hurts a little bit i'm sorry <laughs> i have to digest all this stuff no i mean i this is all very new to me very new to me i'm <laughs> it's not very, me not you but for me it is yes mm -hmm. especially coming from california most people find that Shocking, but that's okay. The thing is, is you're going to learn so fast. You're a sponge. You're a very intelligent person. And it's just like, it's so exciting. Like for me, I, if you presented a pizza to me right now, I would 
Well, that would be perfect for well, me. What I'm going to have to do is just come <laughs> back and, and cook yes. fire and then make the pizza. <laughs> that would be just that would make be sure perfect. you Uber in. Oh, I will. There's no doubt about that. Anyway, thank you so much for joining me today. And thank if, you. if you guys want to follow Chef Joey, you can find him on Instagram at Chef Joey Galliano. And um, I'm going to be sharing his profile on my page as well. Ian, thank you again my for pleasure. sitting here eating these gummies in front yeah, of me. All good. As always. <laughs> did you eat the peach one? I, I did. I, this one I'm going to save. For, did you for, like the peach one? I did. It was good. I, I would eat another one, but he's like keeping them from me. I'm just there kidding. <laughs> anyway, um, guys, don't forget a new episode of Forking Around Town comes out every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, and also on RadioInfluence.com. Have a wonderful week, everyone. Bye. This is a Life in the Fast Lane with Black Moses, Alan Lane Quick Fix on Radio Influence. You may have seen my guest for this week's episode hosting the show All Girls Garage or hosting the Barrett Jackson Live Auto Auction. You may have seen her reporting live from the X Games or Supercross or a number of road racing programs on TV. Please welcome to Life in the Fast Lane, Christy Lee. I completely agree with you saying that social media is a tool and it can, it can be a tool that's multifaceted for many different people in many different ways. You know, you know, you and I are using it as a tool to link us to the motorcycle industries, so the motorcycle heartbeat, like what's happening in that world. That's part of it. You know, other people use it as a tool in, in many different ways. It definitely doesn't stretch beyond that to me, like as something that's very personal. So as much as like, you know, the quote unquote trolls or keyboard heroes, you know, get to me sometimes. I also, you know, take all of that with a grain of salt that it's just social media. Like I can't take it too hard. And it's interesting to look around on some of like the bigger pages with, you know, 5.7 million followers and stuff and how people, like you said, they just go in there and they just throw a wrench in there and try to see what happens and make this (laughs) real terrible a-hole comment and just see like how they can just stir the pot and really get it fired up. And I mean, you know, whatever, if that floats your boat and that's what helps you sleep at night, like it's your own prerogative. But generally that stuff doesn't bother me so much because I don't involve myself with it. But, you know, I get some of that on my social pages and in things that I am a little bit closer to. And that's the stuff that like, it's hard not to feel like you're getting brought down by it because that negativity, it just, it's like, really? Like you had nothing better to do today except send me a private message on Instagram to tell me how awful I was at this event. You know, it's like, that was your day. Come on. I mean, I don't love like every single actress and actor that's out there. You have some you love more. You have some you don't like as much. Like, I get it. That's part of the game. But you don't need to send me a message to tell me that. Life in the Fast Lane with Black Moses, Alan Lane can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.